0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Voice of Smart Digital Manufacturing, a 10-point industry podcast dedicated to the industries of tomorrow and how they can be enablers of fundamental innovation and disruption, a place that brings the promises to allow today's listeners to meet tomorrow's innovation. I'm Bettina Brümper, and I'm your host with Siemens Global Marketing. Before we start, let's shortly recap our last episode, where we had a discussion with Aaron Manner. On the trends in the electronics manufacturing industry and the crucial role of digitalization. As digitalization speeds up market innovations and staying cost-efficiently while keeping the highest standard quality. If you missed that episode, I would recommend you to go back and listen to it. Today, in our eighth episode, we will have an introduction to predictive analytics in electronics. So... In particular, we will discuss on how predictive analytics in the electronics manufacturing and actually any manufacturing process can contribute in the journey towards full automation, industry 4.0 and also smart manufacturing. By saying this, I'm pleased to introduce today's special guest, Tovi Jaden. She is the Innovation Solutions Manager at Siemens Digital Industry Software. Welcome Tovi. Thanks for joining us to talk about the predictive analytics in electronics. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you. Before we start, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: So my name is Tovi Adin and I work as an Innovation Solutions Manager in Siemens Digital Industry. My main focus is around uh, data-driven manufacturing, or what we call so smart manufacturing, autonomous manufacturing, call it whatever you prefer. The core concept in this, in my activities, is to use data that is collected today in the manufacturing shop floor and specifically in the electronics manufacturing shop floor in order not only to describe and and analyze the production processes, what is usually called as descriptive analytics, but also to predict the future of the manufacturing and to improve the processes and bring it to be more autonomous manufacturing processes. Before this position, I used to lead in Siemens' the Electronic Manufacturing Business Unit, and I'm uh, very happy to be here today.
0: Yes, I've been told you are passionate about leveraging advanced technologies such as artificial intelligence and also machine learning to optimize manufacturing and to make the world a better place. So I have to say it's a pleasure to have you here today. Okay, so as an electronic expert, let's first talk about the PCB assembly manufacturing.
1: Okay, sure. So actually electronics manufacturing is a very wide topic. It can refer to any process from the point of a bare board, fabrication processes of the PCB into the SMT assembly processes that you mentioned, the box build and even the full product integration and delivery. But in this episode, we're going to focus on predictive analytics specifically in the area of SMT of the PCB assembly I am in mean the process of assembling the components on the board, whether by a machine, a pick and place machine, or by, by a human being. It is a very, very complex and expensive and sensitive process. And this is the reason that we try to find advanced technologies in order to improve the quality of this process, the utilization and performance this, of these processes and the production line because such improvements can direct into a very high return of investment to our customers. Bear in mind that some of the applications that I will describe here can also fit other industries, discrete industries or even process industries. Thanks for the
0: explanation, Toby. So
1: let's now focus on the importance
0: of analytics to electronics manufacturing. How is it related to the industry
1: 4.0 revolution? Okay, so that's a great question because... Also in the third industrial revolution, there were also computers and uh, machines that are working based on computers and algorithms. But the industry 4.0 revolution talks more about automation and what we call machine to machine communication. So it is not enough that we involve machines and computers in the process, because as I mentioned, this is already the history. But the core notion is to allow those machines or robots to communicate directly by themselves and use one machine data in order to affect the other machine data. In this way, we move more into an autonomous manufacturing rather than a manual manufacturing processes. And we minimize the need of human interaction. Today there is a lot of data created by the computers and the machine in the line, but the data is rarely used efficiently. In order to move to the 4.0 manufacturing routines, we need to utilize this data in advanced ways and advanced technologies such as machine learning, artificial intelligence, in order to improve the production and in order to climb the four level ladder of analytics from descriptive analytics into predictive or prescriptive analytics.
0: Wow, lots of great points, Toby. So you also mentioned the four levels of analytics. Could you further explain what it
1: means? So as I mentioned already in the past, uh, since computers were part of the manufacturing shop floor, data was collected and displayed in some way. But the data was only describing the situation in the shop floor. Data about the product, the process, the material, the production. But this data was used, as I said, only to describe but not to affect the processes. This gives transparency over, over what's going on or what went wrong, but does not really improve anything in an automated way. When we talk about the advanced level of predictive and prescriptive analytics, we actually say that we can utilize this data not only to view and understand the situation, but also to affect the situation or to fix it, In an automated way, I can give later on a few examples of predictive analytics application and how can they improve what is done on the shop floor.
0: It sounds like the four levels ladder can really lead manufacturers to the next level. So talking about the predictive analytics, how does it serve the vision of autonomous manufacturing and self-organized production?
1: I like to look at the transition towards autonomous manufacturing, like the transition from a regular car to an autonomous car. Naturally, this is not a Boolean situation. It's not that you either have a complete or a non-autonomous car or a complete autonomous car. So my car today is not an autonomous car, but it is more automated than the car I had 15 years ago. It's a process. It's a journey because I have sensors that help me to drive better, and other uh, devices that makes my driving routine more automated. The same way in uh, moving into autonomous manufacturing processes, there are many, many steps toward there, And the predictive analytics application help a factory, a customer move these steps towards a full automated manufacturing processes or what we also call self-organized production.
0: Okay, I understand. So... Now I would like to focus a little bit more on our customers' problems. So what kind of problems are customers able to solve using it? And what are the challenges by running it?
1: Okay, so I can give uh, several examples from the electronic manufacturing industry. What kind of pains or problems do the customer have and how we utilize predictive analytics application in order to solve them? One good example could be about a phenomenon which is very, very common in our industry, which is false calls from AOI machines. AOI machines are test machine, automatic inspection test machine that exist at any electronics manufacturing show floor. And these machines test the PCB, the assembled board, and report whether this one is a good or bad one. But apparently there is a high ratio of what we call false calls or pseudo-error cases that the machine reports the PCB as bad But then a person reviewed the PCB, looked at the PCB, and identified that it's actually completely okay. There are various reasons why this is happening. I, I will not really into the details, but the magic is that we saw that if we're collecting the information, the entire information provided by these test machines, there is a lot of metadata and measurements collected as part of testing the board in this machine. We figured out that if we'll use machine learning models and feed them with this heavy data, plus the operator, the manual operator decision for all these PCBs, in the future, we can reduce or eliminate the need to put a human, to put this operator to re-review the failed PCBs, because we can train an AI model to predict by itself the real status of the PCB, whether this one is a good one, and the error is actually a pseudo error, or or this one is an indeed failed PCB. Another example that I can give give is uh, also a very common or wide phenomenon in the electronics manufacturing industry. In many, many cases, and specifically now after the COVID-19 component shortage, there is a phenomenon of very, very low quality level components that are supplied into this industry and naturally any pcb assembly manufacturer do not want these non authenticated components or not proper components to be assembled on its own boards but it's very very hard today to do inspection or testing on each and every component on each and every reel so usually what manufacturers are doing is that they are taking samples of these reels for examination in some laboratory, but they cannot cover everything. What we are trying to do today, and we successfully did it with a, one of our predictive analytics applications, which is called Cyborg, which is a cooperation with an Israeli startup called Cyborg, is to utilize images that are taken from the machines that are already in the line, the pick-and-place machine in the line today already collect this data, these images of the component. And using machine learning algorithm, we can identify per each and every component in the assembly process, whether this one is authenticated or a counterfeit component. These are two examples from our industry of pains that our customers suffer from and how data coming from the shop floor itself can be used in advanced technologies such as machine learning in order to solve these common problems. I see. Thanks for the
0: examples. What would a customer need to do in order to be able to deploy and also utilize predictive analytics applications? So
1: I guess the magic is that it's not really a complex process to move into predictive analytics application. If we think about heavy software such as MES solutions, manufacturing, executing systems, et cetera, that require a lot of prerequisites from the customer and usually contains heavy deployment processes. The predictive analytics applications are very, very, very independent, straightforward, and easy to run, and bring quite a very fast uh, return on investment. The reason is that, as I mentioned, most of them are using data that is already existing in the shop floor, And each one of them is is using a very thin pipe of data. So, for example, data from the AUI machine, as I mentioned before, or from the Oven machine, from the screen printer. So the application is just connected to this single or dual source of data and starts giving value reports, dashboard, feedback, closed loop right away. So within a couple of hours of installation, the customer can actually start getting the return on investment and uh, get value for the predictive analytics applications.
0: You also, as an expert for innovation, what would you recommend a customer as the first step towards
1: adoption of predictive analytics uh, applications? A nice question. Okay, so first of all, I would recommend the customer to come open-minded because I can say that in many of the cases, we see that customers uh, are a bit uh, suspicious about trusting artificial intelligence models. Specifically, when we come to solve issues or pains or challenges that were considered traditionally as unsolvable, I think customers should come open-minded towards these advanced technologies. When we approach our customers with predictive analytics application, we usually start it in a very soft way, by supplying them kind of an offline tool, so they don't really need to install anything or stop their production processes, they work with the data in an offline way, they grab the data they need from the shop floor, from the shop floor to this offline tool, start getting the value, start seeing the prediction results, and only once they get the confidence that this predictive analytics solution is good for them for their own configuration whether they are high-mix manufacturer, low-volume, or vice-versa. In this way, they can get some rough estimation of what will be their return on investment in their specific case, and only then they deploy it in full production.
0: So coming from the recommendations for our customers to the future, what can you say about the future and what will we be
1: facing? Very tough question. the way i see it is that i guess it's a journey okay so it's a long way to go it's a journey towards this automated complete automated manufacturing processes or self-organized production the way i see the future is that we'll see more and more application that utilize this data in a closed loop application by the way, not only between machines in the production line, we'll start seeing more and more applications that close the loop between the manufacturing processes into the design processes or from the manufacturing into the full supply chain management. We will also see in the show flow more robots, AGVs, cobots, meaning environment that allow machine and people work side by side. That's the way I see it. Wow, it sounds like a lot of interesting, but
0: also fascinating things will be coming. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are already nearing the end of today's episode. So I have one last question for you to close the loop between the future we just talked about and the Siemens overall portfolio. So how is it all aligned with the overall Siemens portfolio for manufacturing?
1: Okay, so Siemens is heavily investing in predictive analytics application and in this journey of autonomous manufacturing, self-organized production, and data-driven manufacturing. And lately even established a business unit that all its content is exactly that. It is also important for me to mention that Siemens believes in technology also that In in technology and innovation that comes also from external partners. So, in some cases, we join forces with other companies or startups in order to provide our customers the best technology and the best predictive analytical applications that can cover all their pains. I hope this answered your question.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you for, for your time discussing such a great topic on predictive analytics in electronics. We are really looking forward to talking to you again
1: in the future. Thank you very much and thank you for our listeners and thanks for inviting me to speak about this interesting topic.
0: You're very welcome. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you want to stay up to date with the latest digital industry stories, click the subscribe button and leave us a review and rating to help us spread the message of these extraordinary visionaries. We have recorded over 10 episodes and we want to bring you more exciting content just like this one. In the meantime, we will be working hard on putting together episodes for your auditory pleasure. Also, for further information, you can visit us online at siemens.com and use the contact section to reach out to us. This is the voice of smart digital manufacturing, and I hope you will join us again for our next podcast episode.